Oh, hey, how's it going? It is 6.30 on Wednesday uh, in the middle of May. Oh, my goodness. I am uncomfortable at the moment. I'm driving to a gig, and I'm getting waves of, uh, of tummy aches uh, because I need to use the restroom. Um, I was... Uh, kind of on a tight timeline to get out to the gig on time. Um, I uh, uh, got got my girls to uh, my buddy's house and he's going to watch them. And then I had about an hour drive up to the gig from, uh, from, from my neighborhood. And I didn't really have time to use the restroom. I, I picked up my girls from school. You know, I finished up work, uh, picked up my girls from school, you know, got home, did loaded up the car with the music gear and uh dropped them off and now i'm driving to the gig i'm I'm almost there i'm like a couple miles away but um man my tummy is just aching and i think it's because i uh at lunchtime i had a little bit of uh, vanilla ice cream with peanut but no yellow light no i didn't make it oh geez and another wave is this what is this what child labor is like Oh man. Oh man. Is this what this I think this is what like Braxton Hicks must feel like. Oh my gosh. And I I mean I'm driving. Um I uh I'm almost there and I think it's like a metaphor for um my wife being out of town. You know that like you miss your uh your family when they're on travel, but uh you kind of compartmentalize it and then um at least I do. Um, and then the closer they are to, to getting home, uh, the more you feel like you miss them terribly and you start letting some of that sadness in. And you're like, okay, I can kind of be sad now because I know I'm going to be feeling better soon. Um, and I kind of compare that to uh, if you've got to go to the bathroom really bad um, uh, and you've got to hold it in. The closer you get to being able to relieve yourself, the more it feels like it's urgent, you know, to the point where if, if I get there and my body starts relaxing and someone's in the restroom, I'm going to be in trouble. Um, luckily, it's in a strip mall. I'm strategizing now. I'm like, luckily, it's in a strip mall. So if if uh, the venue's bathroom is occupied... Oh, it's a yellow light again. I'm going for it. I'm going for it. I got this one. Okay, good. Um, if it is occupied, I have a, uh, a contingency... Uh, which is going to be going to the pizza shop that is right down the way in the strip mall. I'm, I'm going to be waddling. Like, I, I know this is a little bit gross, but uh, this is part of the reality of being a working musician. And, um, oh, no, another yellow. I'm not going to make this one. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. Okay. Um, and, man, like, it is really hard to drive while you're getting these, these waves of, of tum- tummy pain. But yeah, so I don't think the uh, the vanilla ice cream at lunchtime was a good idea. Oh man, I ate really well other than that. I had some clementine oranges and made myself a delicious salad with uh, hummus and kalamata olives and um, uh, lettuce um, and tomatoes and a little Caesar dressing. It was kind of like a Greek salad, but with Caesar dressing. It's very good. So I was really, really proud of myself for how I ate. And then my stomach started acting up on the drive. You know, I'm going from freeway to highway to, to, uh, to the gig. And, um, I was like, man, why is my stomach acting up? And sure enough, I was like, oh yeah, I ate ice cream in the middle of the day. Um, so I don't, I don't think that sat well with me. And then also, you know, you just kind of get a little bit of pre-gig jitters. I always kind of have to use the restroom before I go perform. 
Okay, green light, thank you. Okay, cruising right along, and here we are. I made it without shitting my pants. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry to be graphic. Okay, um, maybe I'll check in halfway through the gig, let you know how it's going. Peace. Okay, well, I wrapped up the gig. Um, it was a good gig. I'm driving home, and uh, there was no messes at the start of the gig, thank goodness. Um, no one was in the restroom, so I got to uh, scurry, <laughs> scurry into there. And, uh, oof, man, that was a painful drive over. But uh, w well worth it, I think. I, I, I uh, had a small but sturdy crowd tonight, as I've um, kind of grown accustomed to. And it's funny, um, right at the end of the gig, the, uh, the manager and I just had, or the, the owner, the proprietor, and I had a nice conversation. Um, well, she, she started it off by going, hey, I'd like to challenge you. And I was like, oh yeah? And my ears perked up. And she was like, for, for June 7th, when you're back here, I want you to bring like the most high energy set you can possibly bring and try that out for a little bit. And let's see how that goes. And I'm like, okay, I totally see where you're coming from. And um, yeah, like let's, let's give it a try. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not sure quite how to feel about that, but I think it's a good thing. It feels a little bit like compromising, which for an artist is a tricky landscape to navigate, I think. There, this, is, this is one of those art ramming up against commerce moments because, you know, my nature is to perform somewhat mellow and she's asking me to sort of you know, put on a performance that is not quite so mellow, and I'm like, okay, uh, but I think that could have, I think that could reap some really good benefits. For instance, approaching gigs and performances like shows, like, I've gotten so accustomed to these three-hour pub gigs that I play a lot and I milk it out and I try out a lot of different things. Try not to play the same songs too frequently. So, you know, things are, but I, I keep it moving to a degree, but not quite like your dancey music. And I'm a little bit anxious about trying to pull off dancey music that sounds full as a solo performer. I think it's a lot easier to play groovy music with a band um, I think as a solo performer, you really need to let the low dynamics, the chill dynamics, get really chill, so that way you've got room to bring it up. With an acoustic guitar and a voice, once you're strumming and singing loudly, there's nowhere else for your dynamic to go up anymore. You've hit a ceiling. So what I'd like to do is figure out a way to play high energy stuff that's still dynamic. As long as I can keep the dynamics in there, I think I'll enjoy playing peppy stuff and like get your heart moving, um, get your blood flowing, get your bones shaking. 
some up-tempo stuff. I don't think that'd be bad. Like, I'll kind of... It's almost like exercise to a degree. You're like, all right, I got to keep moving. Keep moving, then keep moving, and a one, two, three, four. Um, but no, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's... it's uh, the, my favorite thing about it is that she was forthcoming. And she was just like, hey, let's, let's talk. You know, she approached it in sort of a... Maybe a strange way. We could have maybe eased our way into that conversation. She was just like, hey, I've got a challenge for you. But, uh, you know, she was being direct, and I respect that. And in the spirit of being good at receiving feedback and, you know, altering course. There's places for me to be artistic. Um, I'm finding that the home studio is very artsy. Um, and I'm really enjoying some of the new songs and demos that I've been cutting. Some of the new songs are more up-tempo because I'm trying to write something that could, you know, could be popular. Um, I'm not shying away from that sort of catchiness and like ear candy aren't bad things um, I realized that I started off saying I wasn't shying away from and then I switched to saying what I did want to say I've noticed I do that sometimes I'll start off by going well what I don't want to do is and then I'll kind of awkwardly stumble my way into it but what I do want to do is this so I've noticed by listening back on a couple of these podcasts that it can get a little confusing <laughs> trying to follow my train of thought. But uh, so for that, I apologize. What else happened at the gig? A couple nice older guys just rocking out to the classic rock tunes and um, pulled out the harmonica for a little wagon wheel tonight in the spirit of uh, Old Crow Medicine Show's manager wrote me back from me soliciting him. One of my friends suggested... I pitch Old Crow Medicine Show, my song, My Someone, and I did it. I held up my end of the bargain because I was trying to figure out how to get music published and placed. Um, song plugging is, I guess, what you call that. And uh, I solicited feedback from Facebook friends and said, hey, what artists would you like to hear perform this song? And one of the guy's suggestions was Old Poet Medicine Show. And I wrote them, I said, hey, um, one of our mutual fans thought that you, your, you know, your band would do a good job with this song. And the manager actually wrote me back, which was really delightful. I was thrilled to get a response. Uh, it was, uh, thanks for reaching out. The band already has their next two albums recorded. There's four songwriters in the band, and they only cover Bob Dylan. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, okay. Thanks, that's the nicest no I could have possibly gotten. And, um, oh, and, then, and then further, further, after that paragraph, he said, um, you may want to check out the Nashville Songwriters Association, NSAI, which was recommended to me by my good buddy Dave McMullen, um, through his wife Leah and some of the music folks that she's worked with in the past, songwriters like know about this organization and it seems to have a pretty good rap. So I, that's that's the one that I checked out that got all this um, this recent networking rolling. Was I was like, all right, I'm going to show up somewhere, meet some folks, and ask them where else they go, and then follow follow the music scene around and try to milk it for all it's worth. 
So, uh, so yeah, feeling pretty good about things, and um, I'm going to wrap it up here so I can pay attention to driving. Just wanted to check in and finish up this little uh, on-the-road-from-the-gig uh, kind of podcast. Um, let's see, anything else I wanted to say? Um, oh, the other thing that was a little, a little awkward was the bartender was like, hey, I think you might have made better money than me tonight. And I was like, eh, maybe. Maybe. And then now in, in hindsight, I'm like, was she trying to... Because I, I, I honestly don't know if I should or should not tip as the as a performer at the bar. I'm like, you guys are making your tips. I'm making my tips. Uh, do I do I then tip you guys? Do you guys tip me? I don't know. Um, I don't think so. So, yeah, thanks. Sorry, wish you had a better night. No, and that and that actually full circle around to the bartender shouldn't be making less money than me. I uh, I want to provide a service that is going to have the business do better, make the pie bigger, so that I can take my little slice and then the the business gets the pie. But uh, I really the only way having a music career for me is ever going to work is if it's win wins moving forward. Um, and I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, but it's it's one thing to just make sense in theory and another thing to put into practice. So I'm going to try to ch- take her challenge seriously so that, um, so that she knows I'm willing to make effort and like come meet in a middle, meet in a middle place in terms of strategy. She's like, Hey man, we'd do better if you picked it up. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I totally hear you. I'm just a, I'm a little artsy and a little selfish. <laughs> so I, now I need to be a little more popular, which is great. Why, why wouldn't I want to be? Uh, maybe because, uh, socially awkward, but Hey, uh, say la vie small price opened with soul shine tonight that was fun uh really hit it off with one guy at the bar right right from the start i was like this is a little, you know warren hayden song soul shine and he was like hell yeah man i was like all right cool um but yeah so uh full circle in terms of if we can drum up some more business. Oh, so I did say, I said, I will accept your challenge. And I'd also like for us to look into strategic marketing. And she was like, absolutely. I'm, I'm getting back into my groove with that. I kind of put it down for a while. So she was owning part of it too. And she's like, I've got some ideas for ways that we can, you know, drum up some business. And she's like, I'm really looking forward to it. So we left it on a really good note. Um, and for that, I'm extremely grateful and um, optimistic, affirmed. I, I, I feel affirmed. It's one of those gigs where uh, I'm not a rock star, but if this is the work, that's pretty good work if you can get it. Um, so, yeah, this is what uh, post-gig Garrett sounds like, and I think you can infer that that's part of the reason that I do it. It gets me pumped up. Uh, it feels like a really fun way to go be with the world, you know? So be in touch and live at you from the road. All right. Peace, everybody.